it is clear that many churches need to address some sins. It is just as clear that they are either unaware of their failures, preoccupied with worldly values, or indifferent. Regardless of the reason, many churches are struggling to please the Lord Jesus. Some even think they are excelling when in fact they are failing miserably. Today on Drawing Near, we get a glimpse of a church that was not only mistaken about how they were doing, but they were totally blind to their condition. So take your Bible and turn to the Revelation of Jesus Christ, chapter 3, and follow along as we study the Church of Laodicea. Join with me in prayer as we prepare for our study. Father in heaven, we thank you for each of these letters that reveal different parts of things that we need to pay attention to. At the very least, we should be aware that Jesus' assessment of the church is not necessarily our assessment. We need to open our eyes, become more sensitive, inspect things more carefully, hold ourselves up to the Word of God, and try to become the church Jesus died on the cross to make us to be. Lead us by your Holy Spirit. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. In Revelation chapter 3, beginning in verse 14, we read, And to the angel of the church of the Laodiceans write, These things says the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. I know your works, that you are neither cold nor hot. I could wish you were cold or hot. So then, because you are lukewarm, and neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. Because you say I am rich, have become wealthy, and have need of nothing, and do not know that you are wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire, that you may be rich, and white garments, that you may be clothed, that the shame of your nakedness may not be revealed, and anoint your eyes with eye salve, that you may see. As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Therefore be zealous and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and dine with him and he with me. To him who overcomes, I will grant to sit with me on my throne, as I also overcame and sat down with my father on his throne. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. In verse 14, Jesus reveals himself as the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. Jesus is the final word of God, the Amen. He is the faithful and true witness. He is faithful and true in all that he testifies to. When we see Jesus, we see the true and faithful manifestation of all that God is and longs to do in the world. Jesus is the beginning of the creation of God. We are told in John chapter 1, in the beginning was the Word. Later on in John, we're told, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Jesus is the Word who was in the beginning, and through him all things were made, and without him was not anything made that was made. We owe our existence to the creative work of the Lord Jesus Christ. In verse 15, Jesus tells the Laodicean church, I know your works that you are neither cold nor hot. 
as we've seen in most of these other letters, Jesus has something positive to say about the works of the churches. To the Laodicean church, he has nothing positive to say at all. They are neither cold nor hot. They straddle the fence. He says, I could wish you were cold or hot. I wish you were one or the other, either all for me or all against me, on fire or ice. Verse 16, So then because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. That's as graphic a picture of Jesus' attitude toward the indifference or the casual nature of Christianity as you'll see anywhere in Scripture. Lukewarmness makes Jesus sick. Jesus wants his people to be passionately faithful to him. We are to follow him with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. We are to deny ourselves and take up our cross daily and follow him. He would rather we be completely cold than to be lukewarm. In verse 17, we get a glimpse of how the Laodicean church saw themselves. Jesus said, Because you say, I am rich, have become wealthy, and have need of nothing, and do not know that you are wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked, I give you this counsel. The Laodiceans saw themselves as prosperous, as successful. They didn't need anything from anyone. They weren't reliant upon God or the Holy Spirit. They were rich. They were wealthy. They didn't need anything. They didn't recognize that from Jesus' perspective, which is the only perspective that matters, they were wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. Think about that for just a second. They thought that they were complete, that they were soaring, and yet they were wretched. Jesus defines them as miserable and poor, as blind and naked. There is a stark difference in how the Laodiceans evaluated themselves and how Jesus evaluated them. Can you imagine thinking that you are rich and successful, that you have everything and are in need of nothing, only to find out that you are wretched, poor, miserable, blind, walking around naked? That is incomprehensible, and yet that is the spiritual condition of the Laodicean church. And so in verse 18, Jesus says, I counsel you to buy from me based on what I see, gold refined in fire, in other words, purity that has been tested through trials, that you may be rich, their character would be matured, they would learn to persevere and be dependent upon God and to be faithful in the midst of the storm. And white garments, that means purity and holiness, sinlessness, righteousness, that you may be clothed, in order that the shame of your nakedness may not be revealed. And anoint your eyes with eye salve. In other words, clear up your vision that you may see truly or see as Jesus sees. So the situation in Laodicea seems to be this. They were comfortable. Everything was going well. They didn't have any problems or trouble. They were rich. Everything was going great. And they saw that as a sign that they were exactly where God wanted them to be. And yet Jesus saw them as not tested by fire, 
In other words, they were probably compromising and not doing the things of God that would result in their being tried, tested, go through tribulations or persecutions. They were playing it safe. And Jesus says, you need to buy from me gold refined by fire. You need to quit relying on your own works, your own gifts, your own abilities, and you need to buy from me the righteousness, the white garments that result in covering up the nakedness of your own feeble carnal works. And you need to see through the eyes of the Holy Spirit and the Word of God. The way you see right now, you're blind because you don't have spiritual vision. You're actually walking in darkness. This is a very bleak picture. And yet, in verse 19, Jesus says, As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. In other words, Jesus says, I'm rebuking you, and I'm chastening or chastising or disciplining you because I love you. That is remarkable. Even in the midst of this horrible condition, Jesus says, I love you, so I will rebuke and discipline you. He wants them to turn it around. He wants them to become faithful, obedient, holy. He wants this for them. So he says, therefore, be zealous and repent. Eagerly, quickly repent. Turn this thing around quickly. Come back to me immediately. I still love you. Verse 20, behold, look, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, if you will receive me, I will come into him and dine with him and he with me. In other words, it's not too late. But you have to listen. You have to respond to me. You have to open up and let me and my word and the righteousness that accompanies me into your heart and life. Finally, he says, To him who overcomes, even in your situation, I will grant to sit with me on my throne. Man, look at how far they can go. They can go from being wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked to sitting with the Lord Jesus on his throne if they'll simply overcome. Just as Jesus overcame, just as Jesus persevered, did not yield to temptation, he overcame, went to the cross, and now he sits down with his Father on his throne. Jesus asked the church of Laodicea to overcome like he overcame. And yes, he says, he who has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Will we listen? Will we receive his counsel? Will we chafe at his rebuke and his chastisement? Or will we humble ourselves and repent? What condition are we in? How does Jesus see us, the church of God, today? Father in heaven, help us to see things through your eyes, to recognize the true picture of our condition, and to yield humbly before you and repent and live holy, righteous, and blameless before you. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.
Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple iTunes, Google Play, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and He will draw near to us.